Welcome to 7 Days to Play, your weekly mobile gaming review program. I am Sam. And I'm Edwin. Each week we challenge one another to play a new mobile game, and this week it fell to me, and I chose No Limit Drag Racing. Duh. As they call it in France. Or two, if you're in the US. (laughs) Would you mind reading the Apple App Store description? No Limit Drag Racing 2 is a 2021 game from Autonoma. Sam and uh, some of the other games are Off-Road Outlaws, Pro Series Drag Racing, No Limit Drag Racing, Wingsuit Proximity Project. So they're all about those extreme sports. And yes, I would love to read you the Apple App Store description. Sorry, I just jumped right to it because I'm so curious about like, what they're going to say about this game. <laughs> well, they, they start off strong. The best drag racing game you've ever seen. Mm. Bold claim. The OG <laughs> of drag racing games is back and better than ever. No Limit 2.0 mm. 2.0 has taken all the things that made the original game great and turned the dial to 11. That's a little Spinal Tap reference for people that don't know. Mm, yes. Uh, more tuning, more customizations, better physics, better mechanics, and more content than the original game could have ever had. Could ever have had. Could ha- mm. Ever mm, could yep. have had. Yes, that's why it tripped me up a little bit there. Uh, let us see. Like us on Facebook. HTTP colon slash slash Facebook.com forward slash no limit drag racing. Note the app is brand new. If you find a bug, please give me a chance to fix it before leaving a negative review. Oh, mm. that is sweet, um, but tricky. Uh, features. I'll just do a quick high level feature run down. Sure. Full customization for your cars. Car shows. Online multiplayer tune your car hmm. maybe we, we should have done a maybe we should do a seven days to play no limit drag race live on mm. air okay we'll see we'll see we, if we shall can attempt it modifications and free it is ad supported and completely free to download i have to ask you edwin yeah do you live your life a quarter mile at a time <laughs> okay uh i i do not was your choice was your choice uh, influenced in any way by the recent uh, Fast and Furious movie? I can see why you would think that, and maybe subconsciously, uh, but no, not actively. I will say I don't think I've actually seen. Maybe I've seen the first Fast and Furious movie. What? Can you yeah. give me? Can you give me your best Vin Diesel impersonation? Uh, something about family. <laughs> But with a B in there, family. Just say family as like the lowest voice you can possibly do. <clears throat> family. <laughs> All right, let me try. I've been practicing. Okay, <clears throat> okay good. Family. Ooh, chill, Sam. That gave me chills. <laughs> uh, no, I don't really live my life a quarter mile at a time. I live. I kind of live my life more in driving moccasins and cruising slowly in the slow lane <laughs> that's the way to do it <laughs> i mean I, yeah. yeah you you live your life uh 30 uh, 30 miles per hour at a time which is <laughs> yes. much better for your health and safety <laughs> well let's get into the game uh it is really a drag racing game it's a drag actually, racing game. i don't think we've actually played a drag an out and out drag racing game on mm. this very show we've done certainly racing games uh yes. lap based games but not uh living a quarter mile at a time so um, i think no. the key of drag racing is all about timing well obviously like your car mm. needs to be very powerful oh yeah and i hear but. also if you put in 
the most ugly wraps and decals, that does also make it faster. Sure, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't matter if the weight of your car, heavier the better usually. The bigger the engine, the better. Um, tires need to be a certain temperature and stickiness, according to this game. Mm. Which I think I can believe. Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, you're a, you're an F1 person. They talk about tire temperature a lot, don't they? That's the oh, totally. Yeah, they uh, actually keep the tires warm at all times, even ooh. when they're not racing. With the, in the little little blankie, little blanket, little charged <laughs> little. up blanket, powered blanket, and they're at a hundred degrees. Um, oh my god! Yeah, that's really very hot. hot. Yeah. Damn. I could fry an egg. You probably couldn't fry an egg. You probably... You can poach an egg. Warm, warm an egg. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tires are a big thing in drag racing. Um, they also need to be slightly deflated because mm. the rotation of the tires sometimes could pop a overly inflated car, uh, tire. Right. Because it gets so hot. Yeah, the air expands. Boom. Too much. Right. Um... But yeah, I, don't, I mean, I don't really know a lot about drag racing. Do you, Edwin? <laughs> uh, I mean, I own driving moccasins. So yeah, clearly I'm not the right target audience for this. Um, well, who knows? Maybe, dra- maybe these drag racers do wear driving moccasins. <laughs> they, they probably have special driving shoes, but I'm not sure if they are, you know, luxurious suede with those little knobbly knobbles uh, on the bottom. So uh, I don't know. <laughs> Um, let's talk about No Limit Drag Racing 2 so it's a drag racing game meaning that you know there's no steering you just go straight Um, initially uh, the reason why I ask about if if you know about drag racing is because I was hoping in some way I would learn more about drag racing from this game but Mm, there's that, that content seems to be pretty missing and i feel like if it's such a niche type of racing right i would expect some sort of like hey here's the world of drag racing where you go you go as fast as you can for a quarter mile right i would have liked some sort of tutorial to really get me into the spirit of drag racing but i found that to be uh very missing and it just like jumps you straight in and i guess for people that kind of expect more drag racing gameplay like that's great but i don't know like i i, I kind of yearn for drag race knowledge they do give you a brief ex- uh, tutorial right you need to warm the tires uh you then have your launch control uh and then go 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 uh but yeah even i found the controls a little confusing to begin with there were certainly a couple of races where it turns out if you take your finger off launch control, you can't put it back on to reset. So oh boy. you better keep that finger on there. Otherwise, it's quite a sad start you're going to have limping out of the gate while, the, <laughs> while your rival blasts off at 60 miles an hour. Um, and that wasn't super clear. Like exactly when you go from the tire warm-up uh, session or process through to then the waiting on the line, also not clear what you're supposed to do. Right. Turns out you just wait. Nothing, nothing for you to do as a player. Um, and so, uh, yeah, to begin with, I was like, oh, is this a difficult game? But I think it's maybe I was just clumsy. I don't know if you had that same experience or I was just uh, too excitable by pressing buttons. Well, here's the thing. I wasn't, I was like trying to save the tires a little bit 
you know, initially you're supposed to like kind of melt out the tires to get them to a certain temperature. Mm. But there apparently is a good way to like melt your tires <laughs> to the right temperature. There's like a little temperature gauge for your tires. Mm. And yep. you have to just, you know, keep your finger down on that accelerator until like the tires get to the, the green part of that little meter. Mm. And then you let yep. go and then your tires are all ready to go. But I was kind of like, you know, um, tapping it, not really just like putting my finger down on it because I felt like, oh, do I want to wear out my tires? You know, it might, <laughs> my tires are very precious. It's the whole key to this drag racing. <laughs> yes. I've been to Jiffy Lube. It's just a pain then, but to get my tires rotated. <laughs> um, yeah, true, 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 true. It's not super clear. There is also a whole mechanic of upgrades and engine upgrades and modifications. And it's also not entirely clear how that relates to, as you say, the kind of stress and wear and tear that you get on the drag strip and how that translates back to like, oh, what maintenance do I need to do? Do I need to send it into Pet Boys? Yeah, it's not that wasn't really ever explained to you, right? Yeah, even the the very first start where, you know, it sort of just puts you into the screen and you have like this car selection thing mm, yeah that was like a really rough start for me because i wasn't sure what to do like do i select a car do i need to know anything about these cars in order for me to make a wise decision and it was really like the entire thing was just like really wide open so it was hard for me to get a sense of like what car should i start out with i know i only have like forty thousand dollars to spend should i like <laughs> right you know like it was just uh there was no guidance in that section so I don't know. Also, like the cars not having their names was kind of odd. Like I knew like one was a Camaro and like one was like a like a Dodge Charger. But because I'm sure like this person, this game doesn't want to get sued from like the car companies like they left a name out. But it's blatantly obvious like these are the cars like some sort of kind of quasi names would have been great as some other games do. But yeah, like I was just kind of like, it was a very cold start. Oh, unlike the tires. Unlike the tires. (laughs) Okay, Sam, should we have a race? Yes. Let's go for it. Let's do it. Okay. So Sam, I think if you press race and then multiplayer. Connecting. (laughs) Ooh, Sam, you got the Supra. Nice. I did get the Supra. Oh, that is very classic, fast and all furious. And of course, you chose the Mustang. <laughs> Do you like my decal work? Yours is very classy, I've got to say. Mine is not classy at all. <laughs> you got the flames and the American flag. I see. That's I see right, what yeah. you're going for. Here we are. Let's get some little uh, okay. audio. You are kicking my ass. <laughs> well, you know, I have the, uh, the experience of driving stick. <laughs> well, you know, you know, I do have the experience. Of, uh... <laughs> I grew up driving stick. So, you know, <laughs> what can I say? I did upgrade my car a little bit, but not too nice. much, I don't think. Um, yeah. Well, congrats. Let's see. Uh, I did the quarter mile. You, oh, thank you. you are now living a quarter mile at a time. <laughs> <laughs> I did 
the quarter mile in 11 seconds. Uh, you were in 13.8 seconds. So. Mm, a full two seconds. That's like, that's, that's uh, more than 10 miles. In the that's what happens world. when you put a, put a Mustang against a Supra. What can I say? <laughs> Let's get to the three by threes. Three things good and three things bad. Let's start with you, Edwin. What is a good thing about <laughs> No Limit Drag Racing 2? There is a whole bunch of customizations you can do if you are a bit of a car nerd, which I, I think I need to admit I am a bit of a car person. Um, all your favorites are here. You, they are not labeled, but you will recognize mm. them. You have your Camaros, you have your American muscle cars, you have your uh, Japanese imports. Uh, you might have some like oh classic cars, They're, like yep. from the like the hot rods. Uh, there's a whole bunch of them uh, which are, I don't know. I kind of like that. I totally understand if you're not a car person, this is just like, I, what are these? I don't care. But uh, you can customize to your heart's content if you want flames and the American flag. Oh my gosh, I realize now my car is the, I am burning the American flag. That is very unpatriotic. Uh, I will be, I will be canceled <laughs> if anyone ever saw my car. No, uh, the flag <laughs> is going so fast that it mm. is turning into flames. Mm. That's what it means. You're not burning not, it. You're not actively no. burning it. It is just being the burnt sheer speed by of your the speediness. Car. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'd say if you're in for a drag racing experience in a mobile form, like this, pretty much captures that, right? Like, mm. you know, they. I I feel like they've really streamlined what a drag racing experience is. It's about that launch control. It's about timing of the shifts. Um, and then it's really about upgrading your stuff to to find better time. Right, and I'm I'm sure it gets like pretty complicated later on, where you can even set the gap of what that timing is going to be, like between gear shifts. Uh, so it's it's like optimal. Mm. Um, but yeah, like if you want a pretty complete and robust drag racing experience, this is the game to check out for free. Yeah, it was. I was going to say like it did get my adrenaline pumping a little bit, like uh, as the, as the opponents go on. It's, it's yeah, I don't know. I was kind of into it. Um, at least to begin with, I I question like the longevity yeah. of of it because as I'm sure we'll get these in the bad points, but it is a reasonably simple game. Like you're holding launch once the once the green goes green, floor it, change gears once you, when you hit the red when you once you yeah. redline it, I believe as the as the fanatics would say or the car people would say. Uh, that's kind of it. But to begin with, it was I was only entertained by it and I enjoyed it and felt. Uh, a sense of competitive competitiveness about yeah. I mean, there's, there's that so AI. much work that went into it, right? Like it's completely 3D cars. You can actually customize them, change their yeah. colors. They're know, accurate as well. Views. That's yeah. what we didn't really say that. Like, sure, they're probably not officially licensed, but they are legit. I recognize mm-hmm. all of them. They look good. Right. Um, my next good point is that. You know, it is a pretty in-depth game where you can do races to win money and then upgrade your car and feel those improvements, right? Which is, I believe, what happens in the Fast and Furious movies, no? Totally. Except, you know, you have to go to space with your car, which I don't think this game covers. Right. And then maybe some of the earlier, less PC ones, you win women or something like that. Yes. Well, you don't win the women. The women choose to be with the person that wins. Mm, I see. Okay. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, like 
there, you know, it, it creates a pretty good virtuous cycle of games where you win, you get money, you buy gear, you feel the difference, and then you win again, and then you get money. And so it's a pretty good loop in terms of mm. being able to, you know, um, upgrade yourself in this game. The fact it has multiplayer. Uh, that's kind of fun. We got yeah. to play. It's pretty easy to set up. Uh, we've definitely tried to play multiplayer games in the past, and oh boy, it's been difficult to get that set up. But hey, just set up, set up a room, share the private right. code, boom, you that can go. That was seamless. Yeah, we were up and racing against each other in no time. Um, and got to see your car, got to see your aesthetics. Yes. And <laughs> <laughs> questionable choices. And you you totally left me in the dust. <laughs> uh, let's get on to the bad points, Edwin. Yeah, I think uh, it's a little rough around the edges in terms of the UI and just generally how you navigate around. Uh, there, you know, while there is a lot of customization options, navigating through them is uh, tricky. I would say not particularly slick feeling. Um, right. Uh, it took me a long time to get to figure out how to get my custom wraps aligned and all the rest of it like it's amazing that that exists and you can like stretch and scale and layer and do all this kind of stuff like translucency and oh my gosh all this stuff but uh it's certainly has a slightly brutalist aesthetic to it (laughs) when Mm. you're trying to figure out how to navigate through the through the game yeah i'd say you know it's it's some of the stuff that i talked about earlier where i wish there was more context around drag race drag racing Mm. for me to to make me a fan of drag racing. Um, like, I understand the concept. Like, you, you get what you expect, but then you don't... It doesn't make you a fan. I don't think it really enables, like, normies to become fans of drag racing. And I think, you know, some some mm-hmm. games should, right? Like, if I was interested in racing... I think there's lots of stuff around racing that can like really enamor you. And I wish there was a little bit more of that, a little bit more of telling you, Hey, it's all about the timing or like, like it doesn't matter which car you choose. It's all about like improving it down the line, like that kind of stuff that can really motivate you to get it going. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I wish there was a little bit more of that. Yeah. You're, you shan't be taking the, the Mazda CX nine out onto the mean streets of New Jersey to find a drag race. Although they do have a minivan. Oh, amazing. Which people actually drag race with. That's amazing. Like how big of a sub you could fit in the back of a minivan. (laughs) Totally. Like I've I've seen so many like Honda Odysseys that are absolutely souped up (laughs) that are drag racing. Um, So yeah. So my next bad point is the like you said, like the interface is pretty brutal. Like it is not easy to really figure your way around. Mm-hmm. Even after a race, after you've like won the race, the two, what seems to appear like as the two main buttons is either like replay the race, which is having that replay capability is really cool. Or like re-race, um, which mm. are kind of confusing. And then like the, the continue and to, proceed with like the next map or like selecting a next race on the map this is in career mode by the way it's like tucked in the upper left hand corner which is kind of like a back motion yes i found that to be a little confusing and that kind of like principles around like the game is all throughout right so it's like not really um i i wish it was a little bit smoother i actually realized 
the difference there because if you go back to the map so you go to career mode you see the map of the us and you can race all over there's actually two types of races you can do you can do one a quick race Mm. which i think is exactly i ran into your issue as well i was like okay how do i race the next person oh this quick quick race is just one off but there's actually also a tournament and if you enter the tournament one then you get a nice big fat button to say go to the next next component uh, next opponent oh, interesting so it's knowing that it makes a little bit more sense but still it should be easier just to go back and i'm not quite sure the, the need for the distinction between quick races and to replay a quick race really there should be a big button to go like back to the map and find right. another quick race uh but yeah i certainly found that uh to be confusing as well um maybe touched a little bit before but uh once you get the hang of slamming the accelerator down and uh, zooming off the line, I I wonder how deep the gameplay really is. Uh, mm. There is an event mode, which apparently is coming soon, where you can race in daily and weekly events against the best of the best, exclamation point. But um, still seems, uh, in terms of actual gameplay, I suppose it probably becomes how much can you upgrade your car, and that is probably where the game is, unlocking new... Uh, cosmetic items and upgrades maybe becomes yep. more of a gacha pong game than the actual right. racing itself and in that aspect like i think you know i've made like a few adjustments to the car very classy your 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 car choices right i like keeping things stock except for internals this is just like a a base principle that i do have with cars like <laughs> well same but, yes so even if i do upgrade the engine and stuff like that. Like, I don't know if I actually notice the difference when I'm actually playing a drag race. Well, try racing me again, sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but in, yes, like, the, true. in like, the career mode. And I wish, like, some of that stuff was evident in a few other ways rather than just, like, how fast you appear to be going. Mm. Um, with, you know, that's why like console games kind of work really well because there's vibration that you can handle. There's even like an in-seat view that can, that can do a little bit more to really make you feel like the car is going faster. Um, or like the sound effects that really amplify like, oh, this engine sounds a little bit different. Or like when you have the turbo installed, like you can actually hear the turbo like kick in with like the high pitch sound. But like, yeah, I don't know if I've actually noticed any of that. And it's just like, you know, a numbers thing where it's like incrementally improving, like some timing thing. So I found that to be a little bit disappointing. Yeah. Sam, what is your final seven day rating for no limits drag racing Two? final seven day is three days. Uh, got a good sense of the game. Um, I like that. There's it's, it's a pretty complete game for free that you can totally experience. Uh, but to yep. me, like the loop of upgrading didn't really feel too good. And, uh, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to continue to play it. Like, I think while this is a really good attempt on mobile, I'd probably play these kind of games on consoles. For me, it is a four day. I might, I might sort of, I'll keep it around for a little bit. I might want to take the Mustang out for a spin until I can own the real thing. Um, it was, uh, yeah, it's kind of fun. I am interested to see kind of how it develops after I complete the first tournaments. Um, but yeah, the UI and the user, the user experience and the layout makes it a little bit of a tough ask if you're not super into car racing and you uh, want to kind of dig deep into it. But a four right. day for me. 
free, yeah. available in the Apple App Store right now. If you like your cars, it's totally worth checking out. There's lots of really good stuff. Like you can actually tune your car. You can change the suspension. Lots mm. of stuff that I think real car people would love. But the fact that it's not really explained to me on like what the benefits are for a kind of a car newbie like myself um, kind of lost me. So if it can improve those things, maybe put in some like helpful guidance on like how to upgrade your first car and like why you're upgrading it. Yeah, I think this would be a really interesting game to just keep carrying around and upgrading your car. Yeah. Well, that was my choice. So, Sam, it falls to you to pick the game for next week. Edwin. Edwin. Hello. This is kind of an expensive game, but you have seven Can I expense it on the business? Yes, of course. You can okay. use your company card. Okay, good. You, you have seven days to play. Overboard! Exclamation mark. Ooh, Tagline. overboard. And you get away with murder. And how much is this expensive game in the Apple App Store, Sam? Five ninety nine. That's like uh, a decked out coffee. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, it does have the editor's choice crest. So seal of approval. Will it get the seven days crest of approval? Come back next mm. week to find out. Sam, before we go, do you have a thing of the week? I do have a thing of the week. So, um, we are planning a trip, which is very hush-hush because... Ooh. You uh, can tell me, a, though. It's a secret trip. All of our hundreds of listeners. The family. Um, we're going to a... Uh, I'm sorry, the, the, the what? The f- family. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> And uh, I haven't done this in a while, but I picked up a Lonely Planet book for that mm. country. Wow. So our trip, we're not, we're not going until like December, but okay. I figured it's going to be really good to, you know, really digest all the capabilities for that country before actually going there. And yeah. I'm looking forward to digging into this Lonely Planet book and highlighting all the stuff that I find relevant and useful and informational, Mm. understanding the maps, locations of where we are, the cultural and history of all the, all the spots. Have you ever done that before? Let's see. I feel like I do have, I maybe go on for Paris when, Mm. when we went and I feel like it's funny. It's one of those things. It's very good. It's useful when you're preparing and thinking about it. But I feel like once you're there, it. I'm I, at least in my case. Maybe I didn't use it as much. Once I'm there, it was more kind of getting context and thinking about it and and and, and preparing. And it was very useful then. Um, yeah. Yeah. Once I was there, it wasn't so much. And I think that's what I'm looking forward to. Right. It's like mm. I have all this time to like get ready for it. So. I'll know what type of clothes to bring, kind of prepare for that. I know what type of camera to bring and kind of prepare mm. for that, right? So those are the things that I'm kind of... like. I find the joy in preparing for these things. Uh, so, yeah. And I, I once made the mistake of calling a Lonely Planet book a Lonely, <laughs> lonely Island book. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Were they a band from the mid-2010s? <laughs> <laughs> with a guy that does the dancing is that is that them that's I the that's, that's the dick in the box guy guys 
that's Lonely Island. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, we all think of the same thing. I I'd don't love know about the Dick in the Box them. thing, though. Yeah. Well, enjoy trip planning. That does sound fun. Although slightly stressful, if it's a secret trip, I don't know. That always sounds a little... Um, so only one person in our immediate family doesn't know. And we're trying to keep it that way. Okay, maybe that's, that's slightly better. <laughs> oh, but still, I feel like I'd be bad at the, the secret trip organization just because I'm... Uh, uh, ooh, yeah, okay. Well, just for, for my eyes only, I now know where Sam's secret uh, trip is being planned to. Uh, yeah, which I think definitely secret. makes sense if, if you're going to, should we say, across an ocean, uh, it's only helpful to get context around that, especially, yeah, like cultural cues or kids kind of what to expect. Exactly. Right. I think if you're a certain type of person, I think like me, I'm definitely an inveterate over-preparer of mm. things. I can totally see the opposite. People are like, I don't want to know. I just want to turn up and that's part of the adventure and just figuring shit out once I'm there. Right. But I, I think if you're with a group of people and we have small kids and like you're traveling, absolutely you need to prepare in advance. <laughs> and I feel like for the more popular place, like I wouldn't do this for like Jamaica or like Mexico, maybe for Mexico, right? But where it's but, somewhere a little bit more remote and unknown, like I think it's it's a great opportunity to find out more about the place. Yeah. Well, enjoy. Your, well, you're going to December, so you have a while. I do have a while. Yeah. 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 Sam, my thing of the week is: Have you ever found yourself making a recipe and you need to? It calls for a dash of white wine. But it's a Tuesday and you don't have, and you're not going to open a whole bottle of wine on a Tuesday because you're not an alcoholic. Mm. Has uh, this happened to yeah. you? Or do you totally. always have wine open? <laughs> Maybe, like, are you asking specifically for wine or? Uh, well, I'm just seeing if you just have like this that, experience. That opportunity. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, yeah. I need uh, buttermilk is something you never have. And oh, all of yeah. a sudden, the recipe calls for buttermilk. I mean, there are ways to make buttermilk. But you put butter I always, in milk. Don't no, you that. put a little bit of lemon or vinegar in m- regular milk, mm. and it kind of turns into buttermilk. Right, it kind of curdles it, yeah. or whatever it needs to do. Uh, yeah. So I kind of in so in that situation, I would probably just skip putting in the little splash of white wine or deglazing the pan. And I was like, mm. oh, that's kind of a shame. Like I would like that, but at the same time, I'm not going to open a whole bottle of wine. Sure. Um, here is my solution. My thing of the week. A bottle of dry vermouth. Oh. That you can open it. It doesn't go bad because that's the other thing. It's like if it's a Tuesday, open bottle of wine. I'm like, oh, I'm probably not going to drink this until Friday. Sure. By which time, you know, it's not going to be as good as it was. Uh, dry vermouth, that's got a high alcohol content. That'll happily sit on the shelf as needed. And you could also make yourself a vodka martini uh, if, if needed. Sure. So that Although is I don't tip. think vermouth is a good replacement for buttermilk. No, we're talking about wine, Sam. Wine, not buttermilk. <laughs> you probably put some in buttermilk to make it even more delicious. That's true. Okay. So you're being very specific about an yes. instance of just a splash of wine. I thought you meant like, oh, when you're missing something from a recipe that you need. and you Oh, no, you cannot need- replace a dry vermouth with any ingredient that you're missing. No, that I thought that's work. what you were suggesting. <laughs> no, no. I thought you were just crazy. <laughs> 
Uh, no, but as a sort of shelf-stable white wine replacement in your mm. recipe, a nice thing to have. And it's pretty cheap. It's like 15, 20 bucks a bottle. Um, and you can yeah. keep it stashed away. My go-to is always like the cooking sake, which I always have. Ah, like okay. Whenever it calls for wine or anything alcoholic, like that seems to be a pretty safe replacement for it because it does have that alcoholic quality as well as uh, a clean taste as to not offend anything that you might be doing. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good, good tip as well. And then you can drink sake as well. Totally. Well, actually, you shouldn't drink cooking sake because it's very, like, it's not... Oh, it's the cooking drinking. sake. Okay. Yeah. It's going to be, like, disgusting. And that is our show. Come back and join us in seven days when we play... Overboard! Overboard! Exclamation mark. Do not go overboard. Hmm. Nope. It's like that uh, 80s movie. I think there was a... Probably, yes. like, a Kurt Russell... Overboard. And the person yeah. Kurt Russell was married to, I forget her name. Sybil Shepard. No, not Meg Ryan. No. I can almost see the uh, oh, the poster for it. Yeah, the submarine anyway. maybe, but maybe I just see like, Hunt for it Red like October. A ship. Overboard. You know it. <laughs> not overboard. If you have any gaming suggestions, tweet us or find us on Instagram at Seven Days to Play. Goldie Horn. Goldie Hawn, that's it. Yes. Thank you. Perfect. Thank you. Oh my gosh, Sam, you have to see this. <laughs> the movie poster for Overboard is amazing. Uh, yeah, it's I, like I them it with the eyes like, oh, you know, like, ah, oh, and then... They're jumping, living overboard, yeah. Right. Her shoes are flying I think off. she might be wearing his jacket over, like, her clothes, because she might be, like, semi-naked, and he's, like, you know, kind of covering her, and she's like, ah, oh, and they're both like, ah. Oh, I think. Uh, I will. Wow. What a. Wow. I need to watch this movie. All right, Sam, I'm off to watch Overboard. Uh, you can follow us on Spotify and listen to us there by searching for Seven Days to Play. Yes. Seven Days to Play. Seven Days to Play.